I don't want to talk about Gold Cup. Yeah. Gold oh Cup, wait, you don't. You don't. Why don't you wait? Why don't you want to talk I about? Don't Gold hear Dax throw up all over all over this podcast. Is there? Uh, you don't want to talk. You don't so want to talk about. You don't so want to talk about me being perfect in my in analysis uh, of the last four teams. Guys, did I call? Are we going Gold Cup? We're going Gold Cup. Can I just go on a rant here, right, real quick? <laughs> yes, I, I was actually going to throw it to you first. We need to. Okay. Hey, hold on. We need to have Statman Jack come up with like some sort of Gordo rant music. So before he goes on a rant, we can play <laughs> it on the pod. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Okay. So I will start off by saying, Dax, you were right. Okay, and it absolutely disgusts me to the <laughs> to the inner being, like to the core of myself, because you're the one. That made it possible. You I manifested it out into the, the atmosphere. <laughs> you threw it out in the universe to make it happen. I'm a big manifestation guy. You just I know you are. Out there. You're, you, and, then, you, and then USA loses, and then Mexico wins. So I blame you. I want to <laughs> get it out there. You are the reason that Mexico won that. I'm, I was really disappointed, man. Really, really disappointed. I'm sorry that I so have wait, to, I have to take my fan to do, hat off. It had nothing to do with the roster construction of Mexico and of the U.S. It had nothing to do with that. It was just no. Dax's energy manifestation in the universe. It did, man. I mean, USA, USA didn't show my, up. Dan, are we talking? Are we talking to Gordo? Or are we talking to Pablo Mastroeni here? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's spending too much time. In he, he, I think he's on a. I think he's on a weekly Zoom call with Pablo. They're just talking about manifestations. They have their crystals in their hands. Fair Anyways, right. Dax, are you surprised? Uh, I know that you predicted Mexico winning, but are you surprised at the way that Mexico built their roster? I'm not surprised because we talked about it a few pods ago. Mexico is down really bad right now. I uh-huh. think I think that them winning this gold cup doesn't change my opinion. I still think this is the worst Mexico team that we've seen in years. And I think that the coaching change was it galvanized them like it does to so many different teams when you get that new coach bump. And mm-hmm. I also think Mexico thought, okay, this is an opportunity. They they're missing like their two or three best players. I, I think it right. can be argued, right? Chucky Lozano yep. didn't play. Um, yep. the other winger, uh Tecatito Corona didn't play. But for the most part, Mexico said, look, we've been embarrassed by the U.S. for the last couple of years in World Cup qualifying, in Nations League, and we need we need to hang our hat on something. Like, we need something to, to be able to, to, you know, make sure the Mexican fans have some pride in us still. Because I think Mexican fans were starting to, to really teeter on the brink of, like, not supporting this team anymore, right? And so... I think well, taking Mexican their, fans, they they go with the wind. I, I mean, dude, I'm they, telling you, I'm telling you, there were some games where uh, there were some friendlies that Mexico played. I think leading up where it wasn't a sellout, right? Like it, I think they 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 were they were expecting sellouts every time they step on the field. I mm-hmm. think that there were some conversations of of Mexico starting to lose a little bit of interest, right? And so I think they just needed something to hang their hat on going into this this new World Cup cycle. Bringing their strongest team to the Gold Cup, I think, was the right move. Because, yeah, the U.S. didn't bring their strongest team. Canada didn't bring their strongest team. So if they were going to get a leg up and some confidence, it was going to be in this Gold Cup. And that's why when they made the coaching change, I had a feeling after watching them play in the first game and the second game, they did things just a little bit differently. They were getting more out of some of their better players. And it just looked like they had... Uh, a little bit more of that Mexican swagger back that we're kind of used to seeing. I still think the U.S. and Canada are in a better position going into the 2026 World Cup, but I'll be curious to see if they give uh, Lozano, who's technically the interim coach, I'll be curious to see if they give him the full-time job now that he's won the Gold Cup. You would think that they would. 
You would think so, but I think Mexico's also shown that there's no length of contract that is safe. Also, I I agree with you. I I also want to say one other thing, Dan, about the Gold Cup. Uh, Panama, they were fantastic in the entire Gold Cup. Um, Carasquilla, I think, Dan, have you called a few of his games for Houston? Dude, he's a baller. He is in the Danny Pereira category for me, for Mm -hmm. one of the best central midfielders in MLS. He will for sure be either given a fat new deal by Houston or be sold to Europe within the next year or two. Um, he's one of my favorite players to watch. And mm-hmm. the fact that his midfield partner was is my teammate, Anibal Godoy, who I've enjoyed playing with so much the last four years. I was really pulling for Panama, even though I know my pick was Mexico. I, I was a Panama fan last Dude, night. I, I, feel I like wanted Panama. them to win because they were so good. And I think Panama is going to win whatever you want to call the next World Cup qualifying situation, because obviously mm-hmm. the U.S., Canada, Mexico are already in. I think Panama is going to run away with qualifying. They're going to qualify for the 2026 World Cup, and I'm excited to watch them. I don't know if they're going to run away from, from qualifying, but I do think that they're they're going to be good for a few years now. I mean, they're, they're in kind of like what seems like their young golden era. You know what I was thinking about? They kind of remind me of Honduras, like a few years ago, Honduras was kind of like that bogey, you know, younger, really tough out. And they, you know, had some, obviously some great performances and, and went to world cups it, Panama seems like they're, they're trending in that direction. Um, I was so, it, it felt so good to hear Gordo say that. God, that felt good. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Oh. Last piece that I want to talk about in terms of the U S and, and how they utilize this gold cup, because it is, I think a pretty significant, topic of conversation within these circles right now is utilizing the gold cup roster for younger players and moving in that direction to get substantial minutes in what we have characterized as an important tournament uh, for younger players in, in the system. Do you like the way that it's set up right now, Gordo with getting MLS guys, getting kind of that mid tier second tier minutes and experience to showcase themselves or would you go younger and start to give more of like the Olympic roster, those U23s, U20s opportunities within within this event? Well, it should it should always be a mix. It should a always mix be of a that mix. of that second it should, tier it should always and be a youth. Mix. And I, I'm a I'm a big fan of I think I think a couple times I think there's been certain managers that have hit this on the head and they 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 realize the importance of a, of a few veterans that have been um, there for a, a few cycles, right? And they they understand what it is to be an American player, be on the team, be in really big games, be in World Cups, and to and to be mentors. So I think that you know it's important to have a few old guys, older guys, a, a bulk of. You know, and if we're talking about just the Gold Cup, a bulk of guys that are performing really well and need a shot and maybe are kind of in that mid-range, okay? Because that's we've talked about. That's where we found Kyle Beckerman. He went to a freaking World Cup, right? Mm -hmm. He was a mid-range guy. So I think a bulk of them need to be that. And then we need to start developing the younger players. So you give them an opportunity to sit at a table with, Tim Howard or Carlos Bocanegra when he was here or Michael Bradley, whoever's going to be that veteran presence for yourself, for you, you integrate them all. You need the three levels at, with all rosters. I, I think, you so know, then are you comfortable with the U S not winning the gold cup? 
No, I'm not. I, I, th I think that we should, you know, I think that this one was probably one of the most, I'm trying to think of the roster when I was there, but I mean, we had mostly MLS guys. I don't think, you know, when we wanted. Well, that's, my, my point is, my point is, if we go younger and if you skew younger to. Uh, you have to be okay with losing it. And you have to be okay with losing it. Yeah. No, no, I think they need to deserve it. I don't think we're giving out any caps it, just because I think that if you find a couple special young kids and you know, they're going to be a part of your, of your roster, then put them on the roster. You know, it's a vision. Where is this kid going to be? I think he's going to be. A US, I think he's going to wear this this jersey for ten more years or eight mm -hmm. more years or be in the the cycle after next. Put him in. It's got to be a base. If there's nobody there, don't bring him in just to bring him in. I don't want a young kid there that doesn't is not going to step on the field. But it's it's got to be it's got to be a a you know it's got to be a one off. It's always got to be analyzed. And if you got some you got some talent, young, bring them on, dude. Let's go. Dash, I, you're not you're not in your head. Do you agree? I feel bad because I feel like our we're getting soft on this pod right now. That is easily the best, most coherent, logical point that Gordo has ever made. <laughs> I, I, I literally agree with everything he said. You have to have a mix of guys that are going to be competitive and going to try to win because that should be the expectation. But if you're not going to bring a full A team, if you're not going to bring your strongest possible team to the Gold Cup, you need to have a mix. You need to have a mix of guys who have earned it and that deserve it, whether they play in MLS or Europe. And you need to have a mix of young players who might not have broken through yet for starter minutes with their club team, but you see a really bright future for them. And well, then, it can't so be, then they it haven't earned it yet. Yeah, but in a, in a sense, I see that point. But in a sense, they have earned it because they've stepped on the field and shown something that maybe other players in their position who might be a little bit older haven't earned it right like let me give you the example of i'm not even gonna say messy but any one of these like really good young players right let's 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 take um let's take paxton aronson as an example all okay. right gargs yep. paxton aronson is obviously brendan aronson's younger brother yep. he didn't get on the field much for philly you know and you know philly pretty well you watched mm -hmm. plenty of jimmy Curtin games yep. clearly this kid however old he was 17 18 years old i don't know Clearly, he had something a little bit different about him. Clearly, he had a little bit more talent than a lot of other kids his age and even guys older than him that may be getting minutes over him. But he, what he doesn't have is the experience because he's being brought, brought along methodically, right? They're not throwing him into the fire. Maybe his body can't hold up for a full 34-game season playing 90 minutes every week, right? So however you want to develop a player... If you have a guy who you think has special talent and who's earned minutes and broken through to the first team, you have to give him a chance if you see a bright future for him with the national team. Because the only way guys can get experience is to get on the field. And so mm -hmm. it's up to a coach, it's up to the federation to decide this young player, we see a really bright future for them. And you know what? Even if a 25-year-old guy who's playing in a second-tier league in Europe or in MLS might be in a little bit better form right now, we are going to choose to sacrifice giving this younger guy the experience of maybe getting on the field for a few games in a gold cup. So we see what they've got. And I think that Gordo was right. You have to have a mix. You, you can't have all young guys because you don't want them to get embarrassed and you don't want them to lose confidence and start okay. questioning themselves. Right. But so, you have hey, listen, to, you have to have a couple veterans in there to be able to lead them along. For sure. But I guess what I'm asking though, is are you, we'll stick with that reference, Paxton Aronson. Sure. You're, 
are you comfortable with giving him the minutes and giving him the games or, or bringing in Christian Roldan, who is not going to play in a World Cup for you, but he's going to help you win a Gold Cup? I think because that everything, I think you should always have an eye towards the future with everything that you do. And so if you are going to bring in a so guy... So then you have to be comfortable with not winning the Gold Cup. Exactly. But the expectation should still be, hey, we're going to bring in a team that we believe can win the Gold Cup. That's why I think Gordo was right when he said it has to be a mix. You have of to course, find the right the balance. That's the external message. But it doesn't have to be, it, it doesn't have to be like, uh, it doesn't have to be, a, it, it doesn't have to be a Paxton Harrison or a Christian Roldan, it can be both, or you can sacrifice a different position. I don't, like, it, I'm not I, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't want to be, like, con- comparing, like, these two players. I just want to say that you have to be able to put together your roster, like, the puzzle that it is, mm-hmm. so that you can give young players a chance and let them get their feet to the fire, but also still be able to go win it. That's well, okay, honestly, so they, so that's they, the hardest balance in, to find. That's the hardest balance to find. They brought in guys right they brought in some of those young players i mean Cade cal took a ton of minutes he's technically a i mean he is a young player that's that's getting opportunities and there's other guys i i'm asking are you skewing more towards the christian roldans of the world because that's typically what this tournament has been used for or are you now skewing towards the Cade cows and the and the guys that are brand new to one they're Earning but, of the caps, two, their experience within the league, and three, probably their their international um, abilities. I'm skewing towards what Go- what Gordo said before. There has to be a mixture, so you can't just have all of. It's not all a of, skew. Yes, it is. You're skewing. You can't have all young guys. So if you want to bring in ten guys that are eligible for the Olympic team, mm-hmm. you still need to balance that out with guys that are a little bit older. Maybe are they available? Are they playing in Europe? Do they need time off? It doesn't matter what league they're in. Even if Christian Roldan or anyone, for for example, if a guy's 30 years old and he has no future and he's not going to play in the next World Cup for the U.S., if you want to realistically win the tournament, you need to bring in a guy that I'm you think dis- is going to death, contribute. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not but that's, saying but, that. But that's my answer. So then... Gordo, yeah. is what I'm saying making sense? Because I don't think Dan thinks yes. it makes sense. Yeah, what doesn't I mean, make sense guys, about it? You guys are... You guys are doing the typical thing and is not understanding where each other are going, and you're going kind of the same direction. I understand, Dex. We're in agreement, right? But but and Gargs Mark, is trying. I don't know what Gargs wants me to say. I'm he, saying he's, he's doing what a good host does. He's getting you to make a tough a tough answer. Yeah, right? but and I so, don't care. I don't know if it's. I don't know if this is like a, a like an MLS thing or a veteran thing. Like I don't care where a guy plays. He, he wants you to say unequivocally. Would you it's, rather first of all it's your... first of all it's unequivocally. I'm sorry that I had to correct you there. It was just really Thank cute. You. It was There's really cute how you said unequivocally. I've always said unequivocally. I think it's that from the rope. No, we, we gotta keep that in. However, however, unequivocally, there you go. Um, he wants you to say, Would you rather develop the youth? And then, and then Dax is saying, No, you have to have a balance. So you guys are you guys are you guys are never gonna get to the same place to where you want to go. Dax is saying he wants to do it it all. He wants I'm saying that I don't I don't I'm saying that whatever balance you want to have while still trying to win the gold cup, you need to have that balance. So you can't so he's saying he he wants to win the gold cup, but he wants to start he wants to have a balance with veterans and a and a chunk of your I don't think I don't I personally don't think you can win a gold cup with a under twenty three team. It's it's never going to happen. So you have to have, if you realistically, unless the mandate from the higher ups is 
we don't care about winning this gold cup. Call in all young guys to give them experience. No, you can't do that anyway, Agreed. because you don't you don't have ten guys on the Olympic team that are that are better than ten other guys that can win you the gold cup and have and back to like the Kyle Beckerman thing. We'll use him as an example because he's a friend of the pod. We found him in the gold cup. Everybody mm. knew who Kyle Beckerman was. He'd been in the league for ten years, and then you you put him on the U.S. roster. And a coach, a coach likes what he's doing, and he, he shows up, and he helps the team win a gold cup, and then he goes to the World Cup. I mean, you can't, you can't even, you, and you shouldn't say that Roldan can't be on the the World Cup roster because he can. Sure, he can. If he if he balled out, if he balled out, then keep him on the squad. But he he deserves he deserves that opportunity. Okay, so I, I'm. I'm not disagreeing with some of the things that you're saying. I think that Christian Roldan deserves an opportunity to, to play do. there. I, I know and, uh, and I'm also saying that Kyle Beckerman was, I, I agree with you, he was seen because of this Gold Cup. But there are only so many spots on a roster. There are only so many minutes within these games that as an approach from U.S. soccer, do you value more giving these younger guys opportunities so they develop, or do you value more these players that are considered tier two veteran, whatever U.S. I value players. The tier two. I value the tier two. I think we've done it. I think we've done that for as long as I can remember. Um, and, and so then continue the approach that they've approached the gold cup with. And, and that, because that has been consistently, the, thank, the you, for, thank you for yeah, rephrasing yeah. it. Cause now I understand the direction that you yeah. want to go in. I value more so because I was one of those tier two guys. Right. So sure. while I'm still playing, right. I still value that. And I think it's important. Yeah. But if you ask me two, three years from now, like whenever I'm done playing the game and I'm just watching it as a fan or mm-hmm. someone involved in the game, I value it more to see younger players get minutes and see if either they're ready or if they're not ready. I, I val- That's what I value the Gold Cup. And I wouldn't hold it against the U.S. if they lost a Gold Cup while giving a lot of young players experience. Mm-hmm. So he gave you no answer. Yeah. So straddle the fence. That's good. Um, I, I think I'm not, that's, probably, not no. stra- that's not a fence straddle. That's not a fence <laughs> straddle at all. Complete fence uh, straddle. I want it's not. I told it, you. I, I value the tier. Now. I value the tier two guys because that's what I was. Um, so here, I, I think what Gordo, you actually made probably the most important point there is having a plan for for the process of how players are developed within a U.S. shirt, and I think that probably at this point now with U.S. soccer having a structure, having their structure lined out, they could hopefully look at that, you know, that those development plans for these 17-year-olds, these 20-year-olds, these 26-year-olds, these 32-year-olds, and how we're going to get to U.S. 2026. So I think that's enough for today. We chopped it up. I think we did a pretty good job here. It's good to be back on. Appreciate you. I want to go on the record. I haven't heard it back yet because we just finished. That was my favorite pod we've ever done. You guys, like Gordo praised me. We talked about a lot of fun stuff. Like that was There's great. a lot of love today. A lot of love, man. Well, this, I don't this know. This episode's this going last, up in the this rafters. La- yeah, this last segment, there was a lot of confusion and a lot of fence straddling, allegedly. <laughs> but that was fun. A lot of love. That's good. All right. We'll catch you boys out there. See ya.